This week's episode is brought to you by Regular Stories. Drama City Productions presents. Hey, it's Ben here, host of the Regular Stories podcast, a podcast where I interview interesting people about their lives. These are not celebrities. They're not the elite. These are regular people, and these are their stories. You can follow us on Facebook at Regular Stories and on Instagram at Regular Stories. We are everywhere that you can get a podcast. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, just about everywhere else. Look up Regular Stories Podcast. Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates shepherd's pie. It's like puke in a pan. Plus, it's morally wrong to call it pie. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. Joe hates littering. The penalties range from $10 to $500. They should range from $500 to death. And Joe hates when people say Satan as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Jake. How are you? I'm all right. I'm ready to get into this hate. All right. Before we get into today's hate, I got something I want to talk about. Okay. If our long-term listeners have gone back and listened to episode two, businesses, they will hear me rant and rave about something that businesses do that really I can't stand, and that's when they offer special deals to new customers. Ah, yes, you don't like that. Your argument is, why not just give that to everyone? Right, exactly. Especially your loyal customers. The people who've been paying the bills for a while. Exactly. So I'm going to name names here, Jake. Okay, you're calling them out. I'm calling them out. I was a Verizon customer for over a decade. I was a Verizon customer. Last time they jacked my bill up, I called them and they made a deal with me that was acceptable. They lowered the cost. They gave me a couple of premium channels. I was pleased with that. This year, that didn't happen. They jacked my uh, my rates up by about thirty dollars a month, and I, my wife was like, "You got to call them and you got to negotiate something new with them." So I called them. I said, "What do you got?" And they said, uh, "We can give you for ten dollars more a month gigabit speed." Now we're talking about two hundred seventy dollars a month in internet services. That includes phone, TV, and cable. Two hundred seventy dollars. Jeez. That is way too much money to be spending on this, particularly when people are offering much better deals. So I go, yeah, that's not going to cut it. You're going to have to do to to do better. And the guy says, no, nah, that's the best we can do. And I say to him, you know, I think I'm going to move on. And if you want to have someone from your retention department give me a call, he goes, sir, you have reached the, the retention department. <laughs> so I'm talking to the people whose responsibility it is to keep me, and they're not me. I said, okay. Thank you very much. And within a week, I was a Comcast customer. Well, then I started getting these letters. Look at this, Jake. <laughs> I can sign up for the Verizon Triple Play for 80 bucks a month now. Oh, right? now they want you back. Now they want me back. Not only that, but they're willing to give me a free Samsung Chromebook 3. But since it's a Samsung, I wouldn't take it if it's free. <laughs> All right? <laughs> 
I hate Apple products. I'm not a big fan of Apple products, right? Yeah. I would pay for an iPhone before I accepted a free Samsung device. Then I got this one in the mail here recently that asked me a questionnaire. And, you know, one of them is, you want a free Samsung? No. No, Verizon, I don't want a free Samsung product. I sure don't. Then last weekend, there was a, a doorbell ring, right? And I go, someone's at the door. Yes. And I go. I was to, there. You were here. That's right. And I walked to the door. And I open the door, and there are two very good-looking young young men. They are Verizon salespeople. They're wearing Verizon shirts. And for some reason, (laughs) I lost it. (laughs) And I said to him, I said, no, you had your chance. I'm with Comcast now. Take a hike. And I did something I've never done, not even to Jehovah's Witnesses. I slammed the door in their face. <laughs> I slammed the door in their face. And as I'm slamming it, one of these one of these slicky boys looks at me with a smile on his face. He goes, have a nice day, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. I was, I was so enraged. I mean, just <laughs> the fact that you have the audacity to send two sales guys to my house. And they weren't canvassing the neighborhood. They came to see me. Yeah. My wife was appalled at my behavior. <laughs> she says, they know where we live. Oh so there goodness. you go. There's some follow-up and some a little bit of righteous indignation I got there to experience. Joe doesn't, Joe doesn't just talk the talk. He walks the walk, too. That's right. I, I do. And, uh, you know, a couple of days later, my wife said, you know, a lot of times when, they're, when they really want you back, they'll give you a year of free service. And I was like... Oh, I hope that's not what they were there to offer me. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. Your money will still be just as green after you yell at them as before. That's true. I've never heard of a company going, you treated our employees like garbage. We're not going to offer you a deal anymore. <laughs> They're going to be like, no, that man's money is green. Take it. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, well, that's enough of me ranting, <laughs> ranting about what happened to me recently. Uh, I'd love to hear any stories you guys have like that. Uh, that would be fantastic, the listeners. But this week we're talking about a topic. I have a subject for this week's hate, and it's dreams. Uh, we all dream. It's a weird part of being human, I think. But there are definitely parts of it that are worthy of hate. And the first thing I hate about dreaming is when I'm dreaming about making something awesome or building something awesome, and I wake up before it's finished, and I can't remember what it was I was building. Do you think you're like... In your mind, you're building the next multi-million dollar idea. Exactly. The better light bulb, the better mousetrap. Yes. something. It's usually me building something with, with uh, microcontrollers or something. It, it, the, the dream that I had, I could th- I'm thinking of, it was a microcontroller environment. Because I've done a lot of work with microcontrollers. I've even built things that haven't existed before with them. And it's just a remarkably powerful tool to build things with. I just love them. They're so cool. But... I was dreaming about making something, and I remember in the dream, I'm thinking, this is going to be so awesome. And then I woke up, and I'm like, what was that? (laughs) What was going to be awesome? Just the idea. All I need is the idea. Nope. Can't get it back. It's gone into the ether forever. Maybe maybe, Maybe you found that idea again at some point. 
Because Maybe. you come up with ideas for this stuff, right? Yeah. Maybe that's something you have thought about in a dream, but you forgot it was in your dream, so then you'll never know if you find it again. Yeah. If I come up with another great microcontroller idea, that might be that might be the case. There it is. So, so there's... I'll say, this must be the thing I was dreaming about. Exactly. So maybe I can alleviate that hate there a little oh, bit. Oh, thank you. That, that does help, actually. It's like I'm like your therapist. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> this is your therapy. This whole podcast. That's right. This is my catharsis. I hate having work mares. You know what a work mare is? Uh, yeah, like you go to work and you bomb a presentation or something right. like if that. Right, something goes terribly wrong or, or you know, your boss comes in and he's really angry with you. You get fired or you something. Get, yeah. I, I've Where I'm working now is like the best place I've ever worked. I, I truly enjoy it. Um, but I have had one work mare while working there. And and I was I woke up and I'm like, why do I even have this dream now? But when I before I worked here, I worked in a uh, a couple of other places that weren't so great. Uh, particularly a, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of a different company. I'm not going to name any names, <laughs> unlike you did earlier. But uh, yeah, not not this because these are actually people who have written me large checks. So, <laughs> but I am pointing at something. Um, <laughs> so our listeners don't really know what that is, but. Um, Having the work mayor is, you know, when it, when when you work for even is worse when you work for a, a toxic company or you're in a toxic work environment. It's just just bad news all around. It's just now I have to get up and go to the job, right? The job I just had a nightmare about, and I have to go and and so obviously I'm I'm not in the right what I would call a perfect state of mind for going to work. Now that doesn't stop me from going to work. I'm still going to get up and go, but oh, I just can't stand it. You know, and it affects the way I interact with people later in the day. You were a jerk to me in my dreams last night. I know that you have no responsibility for that ontologically. I know that. But somewhere deep down inside of me, there's a little seed of hatred for you. And I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> I got to figure that out. All right. Well, Joe, uh, let me look at, why don't you look at this ink blot here? <laughs> what do you I think see of me? Blood! <laughs> As your therapist. <laughs> right. <laughs> Finally, I hate having zombie apocalypse dreams. Like there are actual zombies. Yeah, like having a dream. Uh, the, the dream I had. The Walking Dead comes alive. Right, exactly. The dream I See had. What I did there? I was on a boat, and it was the safest place. There weren't any zombies on the boat, but we couldn't land because the land was full of zombies. It was like my dreams. That's an excellent idea like that that takes the overused zombie apocalypse trope and actually makes something interesting out of it because there's it's a zombie apocalypse setting but there are no zombies right that's brilliant but you know there's still zombies on shore but that's they're not part of the story though no i guess and that's the part that's brilliant about it okay but it still means that my dreams are now unimaginative and derivative garbage it's like (laughs) it's it makes me so mad at my subconscious mind to have a zombie apocalypse dream. It's like everybody's doing zombies now. It's the big, or maybe it's not anymore, but at the time it was. It's and, Well, it's, it still kind of is. It's still overdone. We're, yeah. we're still having the residual effects of the I saw uh, somebody with zombie stickers the on the car stuff. today. It was just made me want to get out and smash his window. Yeah, hopefully the hopefully this this coming decade will uh, it'll no longer be a thing. This is unrelated. We've overused it. This is unrelated, but I did actually get out of a car today and yell at another another driver. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's interesting because I was also, uh, I almost got into an accident. Someone cut me off on the highway today. 
almost ran me off the road. This was a different situation. This was we were uh, there was an accident up ahead because it had just rained, and in Maryland, when it rains, everybody has an accident. <laughs> um, and my daughter was driving, and she was trying to merge into the only lane where the accident traffic the traffic could get by the accident. And the first guy went by, and the second guy started approaching. Right, and my daughter starts merging, and this guy, and then we both have to stop. But this guy advances the car further, so as if he's not going to let my daughter in. And I undo my seatbelt. I get out. I yell over top of the car, "Is it okay for us to get in? <laughs> Is it?" And and the passenger goes, "Yes, yes, yes. Please get in." I'm like, "Thank you." It's, it'd be nice if you could just treat your uh, your fellow man. It's it's not hard with some courtesy. You learn this stuff in like driver's ed when you take your driver's license right. test. It's not so hard. I am obviously <laughs> between this and the Verizon story. I am becoming a really really grumpy old man. <laughs> it's really happening. Well, there's a reason why our logo is what it is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now it's time for Joe rates your hate, the part of the show where I rate listener hate. Relative to the things I hate. So what yes. do we got this week, Jake? We got plenty of hate. All right. Two Girls on a Bench podcast uh-huh. at Two Girls on a Bench. Yep. Hate reoccurring dreams, not nightmares, but the annoying going in slow motion, trying to get out of it type. This strikes a chord with me. Because I've never really had reoccurring dreams where the same thing happens, but I have had a reoccurring theme. It only happened twice. Huh. But I had my guitar case... And inside the guitar case, I had like the the Gatling machine gun from um, Predator. <laughs> <You know>? uh, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't as big as that, but it was pretty cool. But the second time I had it in the guitar case, I pulled it out because for some reason, this is a stupid dream. There was some monster or something. But rather than firing like a um, like a Gatling gun, it fired like boom, boom. <laughs> So it was, it was the same thing as that trying to run and you can't run. Yeah. But it was firing a weapon at a monster and you couldn't fire the weapon at the monster. Interesting. And this monster was going to take a lot of bullets from a Gatling gun. Very interesting. It is interesting. Oh, I hate These this. These dreams you have are very interesting. Tell me more about them. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate. Yeah, I hate the uh, the slow. The reoccurring themes like the slowness and trying to get away from things, I, I, I don't like that at all. Because it's always something terrifying you're trying to get away from. Well, that's uh, probably something archetypal then. That yes. Everybody experiences and every, it. Everybody experiences it. Yep. Amanda from Lady Bitch Time uh-huh. says, I hate that my subconscious hates me so much that my nightmares happen in the room I'm sleeping in. <laughs> so when terrible. I'm awake, I can't tell what's a dream or not. <laughs> That's awful, Amanda. I, I don't think I've ever had that happen to me. My dreams are always uh, far away located. In fact, sometimes I've woken up being completely disoriented, wondering where I am, and then coming you know, coming to my senses and going, oh, of course, I'm at my house. Um, I've had used to have dreams. It, it stopped happening after a few years, but like when I was in high school, I would – dream that I had gotten up, I was getting ready, I either got on the bus or I got in my car to go to school and <laughs> got into class and then I wake up for real and I have to do it all over again. <laughs> and that's just torture. That, that's a pain, man. What, I mean, come on. Come on, brain. Work with me here. <laughs> Stupid brain. 
Adam from Facebook says, I hate that I can't control them, his dreams. Right. And I hate when I can't remember a dream 20 minutes later. Oh, they are so fleeting, aren't they? I, not even 20 minutes later. I'll wake up, know I was dreaming, and can't remember what it was. Right. No, I... I uh, immediately. I usually tell my wife about it immediately if it's something something interesting. Like, I know I just had a really good dream that I told her about, and I can't remember anything about it right now, but if I ask her, she might be able to remember it. So that's the only thing I have to, to do on this. But I also hate that you can't control dreams. You know, I, I tried that lucid dreaming crap <laughs> when I was younger. You know, uh-huh. you keep a dream journal. You try to control your dreams. You try to realize when you're can uh, when you dreaming. I've never been able to do it. I think I have, like, one time. Yeah, I have never had success Maybe, with it. it, it but it, it, it that is very fleeting as well. Yeah. And then you're just like, wait a minute. And then you wake up and right. you go, oh. oh, I wanted to stay in that state. Josh hates ultra-realistic premonition-esque dreams that have events that actually happen later by coincidence. Oh. And you and I had talked about this a little bit before that yep. uh, there's there are one of the ways that you can think of dreams that, that's a, a popular way of thinking of this in, in the psychological community is that dreams are your brain actually trying to work through real-life problems. Right. Which, it's taking all the information that you don't have a clear cognitive understanding of and trying to put it, something together. It's trying it's, – it's, you're dreaming about things that your brain hasn't quite figured out yet. Right. So that's potentially why you get dreams where you – it seems like it's a prediction, but it's really just your brain thinking about potential realities, essentially. Right. Potential outcomes. And then one of them actually happens. Exactly. So – it, it, there's something kind of like that. You brought up a different one. I, I did. This one was weird. This is uh, a story that my father tells, and it is he was uh, where he grew up. There was a um, there was a shopping center that uh, I actually know where the shopping center was, uh, and up up from the shopping center, up a hill from the shopping center, there was a road, and he his dream was that he was watching a car drive down the road, and the the car hit a barrier, like one of those sawhorse barriers, mm-hmm. and um, and then came to a stop. Everybody got out, looked around the car, made sure everything was okay, then got back in the car and drove off. And then he said the next night, he was out riding around with his buddies, and the guy driving goes, oh, crap, and he looks up, and he's going through a barrier, and he looks down, and he, he's in the same spot of the dream that he's having the night, be- uh, you know, the night before, and they go through the barrier, and everybody gets out, looks at the car, makes sure the car is okay, and then drives off. So I mean, I don't know how your brain could could have a premonition about that, but it, it is an odd coincidence that that's that that's the case. Yeah, uh, I think that know, it's possible, uh, but it, it would be way too long for us to get into here. Right, it is. Yeah, uh, I've had dreams that are realistic and absolutely apocalyptic, and God, I hope they never come true. <laughs> <laughs> But there is one dream that of I have actually- biblical proportions. Yeah, uh, literally of biblical proportions. There's one dream that I'm thinking of in particular that I have no problem re- recalling to this day. And it was horrific. And, and I, I, if I ever, I don't know if anybody would be interested in listening to it, but it's, it's, it's I, I hope that nothing in that dream ever happens. <laughs> Shannon at little OCD me uh-huh. says, I hate, that you can't just pause a good dream when you wake up and be like, yes, let's start off right there tonight and continue with this one. Ah, now I have done that, but I can't always do it. Really? Yes. Interesting. She also says, 
And I really hate when your dream incorporates your alarm or the ringing of your phone into it, Ugh. and I wake up all confused about the noise. I hate that too. But what I really hate the most is when you have a dream that you killed someone and you have to do some investigating when you wake up because you don't like that person in real life and you don't think you're a killer, but better safe than sorry if you should be on the run. Yeah. Oh, you know, this. Uh, there was an episode of Dudes with Brews on a Porch uh, a couple months ago where Drew was talking about this with his guest, and the guy is explaining about having dreams about killing somebody, and then the whole the whole dream becomes about, oh, my God, what am I going to do now? And it's probably something very narcissistic, but I have that exact same dream where I've, where I've, I've committed an act of murder and, uh, and, you know, for like a split second, I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, oh, crap, I just killed somebody. There are going to be, there are going to be ramifications for this. Well, I, I mean, at least you're not a psychopath and you understand that there are consequences socially for your actions. I guess. <laughs> I guess there's a bright side to me dreaming about. There is a people. bright side to your dreaming. <laughs> Doctor, thank you, Doctor Jake. You you got it. So yeah, yeah, I hate that. Oh, I hate having dreams I've killed people because I I don't like to think of myself as a particularly horrible person, although I am. But um, it's uh, it I, I I just always wake up with this oogie feeling when I have this dream. All right, and uh, Jason from Facebook says I hate it. When people talk about their dreams. Well, Jason, sorry, dude. (laughs) I hope you got all the way through this podcast to hear that you're eight (laughs) and made the list. But I don't hate that because I'm sitting here telling you about my dreams and also listening to other people talk about their dreams. So, no, I don't hate that at all. Let's uh, let's rate this. All right. So let's see. Uh, I am going to put all this stuff directly below zombie apocalypse dreams uh, because if if I have another zombie apocalypse dream, I don't know what I'm going to do. That just means that I've gone... uh, uh, gone, gone off the deep. I've end. gone off the deep end, and I'm no longer no longer having imaginative dreams. Nope. And you need to uh, get a job in Hollywood. Yeah. Although I do hate um, some of this stuff a little bit less than having a work mare, I guess, but not the killing people. That's worse. So you know the um, the fact that I can't control a dream. I get no. I'm gonna put all this stuff right right between having work mares and zombie apocalypse dreams. All right. That's everybody. And round of the week goes to Shannon at little OCD me on Twitter. Congratulations, Shannon. All right, that's it for this week. Tune in next week. We're going to be talking about driving. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you gave us a nice five-star review on iTunes or Facebook. And tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it.